0: well it's best song ever
1: not a podcast better the tunes are cool and the jokes are clever it's a worthwhile endeavor welcome to best song ever i'm your host luke LeBen and alongside and alongside me as always is my dear friend kevin connor what's up kev we're back after a week away
2: we, we were both so blown away by the um, Super Bowl that we had to take some time off.
1: <laughs> yeah, we needed to take a breather.
2: I sweat as much as Usher did and uh, was in the hospital with <laughs> needing fluids.
1: Let me ask you, cause we're a little late talking about the Super Bowl uh-huh. because I had a work trip. I'll take responsibility. I was out of state last week. But uh, I do want to talk about when he came out on the rollerblades, I was like, oh, I'm scared. In the I, same way... In the Taylor Swift show, when they came out on the bikes, I was just like, I'm so scared for it. But they all did great. No one fell. So,
2: we're um, all good. I, that's what I wanted in the Super Bowl. Like, I, they're not singing. You want
1: someone to fall? No, oh. <laughs> no.
2: I know they're not singing. I know it is not a live performance, right? Like, that has been pretty much confirmed Wait, to be the what? case. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, give me some pageantry. We're not, like, like yeah. do it up. If you're not going to sing, fine. Pretend like you're singing and go fucking nuts. One of my favorites is still Katy Perry because it was just so big. Um, Yeah. I do exactly what Coldplay didn't, which is do good. Um, I don't think I watched that year. It wasn't very interesting, and I remember being very upset about it. As someone who, like, I'll defend Coldplay's first maybe two and a half albums. Um, Oh, for sure. But no, I thought it was great. I was very, very excited to see the guests. Yes, uh, the Turned guests down for amazing. what? Amazing choice. Lulita Keys playing, Alicia Keys, if I ain't got you. Uh her was on guitar who we did not yep. realize until afterwards. Um I think Jermaine Dupree showed up in shorts. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot I saw about a that. a lot of people thought that there he was so CeeLo Green, which rough going <laughs> for that both man, of I them. I kind of thought that at first, yeah. I, I was like I don't know who this is, but he seems to be famous because they're giving him the spotlight. But also, I, who trusts? It him? took me
1: a second, but I did say he's Jermaine Dupree. I did um, say at
2: one point that that man can't be famous. Look how he looks,
1: <laughs> dude. He was, was he married to Janet Jackson, I think. So he just, he just eat your words, sir.
2: <laughs> he just listen. He had the little shorts on. It was, I know, it was a look. It was not the best, it was not the coolest look, right? Like, And I guess if you're up there with Usher, there's no way you're going to be the coolest person on stage. So maybe you lean into just like, I'm going to yeah, do Yeah, so
1: may as well dress like ACDC. Um, but I did text you. We didn't talk about, we were saving the best for last, obviously, when Ludacris came out it <laughs> got some screams in every household across America. And you said you got several texts, including me, being like,
2: it's Ludacris! Three separate people texted me um, about Ludacris appearing. So that was exciting. I'm glad yeah. that my personal brand has extended that much, that everyone knows if Ludacris is around, let Kevin know.
1: Yeah did anyone text just Luda exclamation point like yes, I did exactly okay you, I got I got <laughs> is that two what did?
2: <laughs> identical no one of them was ludicrous okay. um yeah maybe they weren't speaking to the fact that ludicrous was there maybe they was just saying that this is ludicrous yeah um, I mean it was spelled that he correctly out. for ludicrous incorrectly for the word ludicrous
1: yeah. But solid, uh, solid halftime show. You know, it's funny because I just reposted an On This Day from two years ago when it was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. And I was like, oh, wait, how was that two years ago? And The weekend was three years ago. Yeah. Time's uh, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like post-pandemic. Because like the lockdown, everything slowed way down. Yeah, and I feel like the three years after have just felt so fast. But uh, and when I'm like, wait, how is I still feel like I'm in 2021?
2: Yeah, there have been hobbies I've picked up since 2020 that I feel like I've done my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So I want to talk about something. It's uh. Lay it's it on. on me. It's on everyone's mind right now. And um, I have a lot of complicated feelings about it. But Luke, before we get into this topic, I sent you a TikTok earlier. Um, yes. It is an alleged leak of Fortnite by Taylor Swift featuring Post Malone. Why don't you go ahead and give that a little listen? That sounds,
1: I mean, that I feel like that's got to be the actual song leaked. That sounds like them.
2: It's it, right. It's a good song, right? Like, yeah, I'm, I was although jamming. I did
1: find it funny when he goes two weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: Luke, it's almost been confirmed that that is AI generated. What? Yeah, well, it's it's remained up online, like and has not been like copyright stricken at this point, um, which is really kind of the one way that you're able to confirm something is in fact a leak and not something that's been generated yeah um okay i forgot about ai for a second that yeah that's sense. what i was, I, <laughs> I fucking hate ai it has become a thing that i despise i have heard there's another prank going around where people are playing uh the leaked taylor swift song and it's like my travi made it to the big game like he caught a pass <laughs> and it it's convincing enough to like the non-discerning ear. It's like, oh, it's just like whatever. What are we doing? Yeah. Why man. are you, we're making just fucking garbage and pretending it's real and just like this yeah, like this is going to be such a, a disaster. Wild.
1: It's going to trick some people. Dang. Um I will say I've been very anti-AI, but I took a photo at that work event and there's a bunch of crap on the table, and I used AI to remove it. And it worked pretty well, I will say, in Photoshop. And uh, I still had to paint some stuff out manually. But Well, I was and like, I think there's a. Got The, AI, the ethics of AI are me. way
2: too deep to get into. Um, generative AI so deep is for your ass to sleep. Shitty uh, in my mind, but I literally had a two hour AI meeting today. Um, wow. So I, I don't know. If you're out there making this shit, stop it. Get some help. Stop. Um, and yep. what's the most upsetting part? Okay, beyond the ethics, beyond the the so-called leak, the lies. That song's been stuck in my head for like four days. God damn it! And I can't like it. And it's probably not real. Yeah, uh, and Although it also I has, will say, it, go ahead. It also may sense of a situation where that song comes out, the real version, and isn't as good as this, and people are version. disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Although it's not that
1: hard to make a song that's kind of catchy and get stuck in your head. You know, uh, yes. Taylor's done it a million times. So, but it's, the AI doesn't have to work that hard to do it. So
2: No. uh, and even when this first leaked, there was like chitter chatter over it. Like people talking and be like, like a, a Jack Anatoff type being like, Oh yeah, I really like how That sounds. Um, oh, and my God. it was like, such a good fucking fabrication and that disappeared. Wow. And I was like, did they re-leak this track? No, it's clearly AI to strip something off of.
1: Damn. Hey, it fooled me, that 15 seconds I just listened to. Yeah. So, wow. I you win it. this round, AI, you bastard. Um, which is funny. I've been reading Dune, getting ready for the new movie. They were right. I'm still, I'm still very early on, so, I don't, so no spoilers. But yeah, in like the first chapter, it's like, Never make a machine like the mind of a man. I was like, what there's this is prophetic.
2: If the only thing keeping me from my own Butlerian jihad is the fact that there isn't an analog way to distribute podcasts yet. But the second we can put this thing on tape <laughs> We can put this on VHS or cassette. I cannot yeah. make it happen. I need to find a vinyl press factory. <laughs> and we're, we'll ship it to your door It might You might be a couple weeks late You might hear about the Super Bowl as late as we're talking about, about it every year
1: By the next one
2: Yes <laughs> You'll get it But subscribe to the best song ever Vinyl me please Service
1: <laughs> Alright well the machines are going to take over and kill us all So anyway <laughs> Why don't we get into some new music
2: Yeah Look I've got a fun new band uh to play today. And I feel Hell like yeah. you've also run into this world before where it is a band that has a handful of tracks out and they're like we've got a press photo and a dream and that's it. Uh Hell so yeah. we're going to we're going to go real quick here Noobs. and we're going to talk about the track afterwards. Um this is London 5piece Dog Race. And they've got a couple of singles out and this last one came onto my radar and like instantly my ears perked up it's got
1: much like a dog's does you very much like a dog's
2: (laughs) ears perk up um it's got a really unique vocal performance in the verses and then like a really really well put together chorus that uh that is catchier in my mind than the fake fortnite song uh (laughs) good and really stands as like the standout of the tracks they've released I'm really digging it, I think you will too Let's talk about this song after we listen to it together as a class So here's Dog Race with It's the Squeeze Woof woof
1: gotta give that a looky likey baby. Yes. That was awesome. You weren't kidding about a unique vocal performance. Very yeah. like going like squeaky and cracky at times. I really liked it a lot. And it sounded like there was like some switching off between vocalists but yeah. then I really liked that. It's not the love, Whatever the lyric was. but that It's was not the love. Cool. Um, it's not the love. Okay. Yeah
2: it. and it's cool. Like the song itself is kind of about um, modern anxieties and how those can feel so suffocating. Uh, certainly. It made me
1: anxious. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's got like a really like darkly but it's produced catchy. feel. Yeah. I
2: really like, um, I just, like for a band I've heard nothing of besides a few singles. Like this one was the song where I was like, whoa, what are they going to do next? Cause I want to hear more.
1: Yeah. Well, actually on that front, I see this, uh, Other single from 2022, Terror, which it's like, I feel like I saw someone else using a similar photo, but according to Spotify, I put this on a playlist. I don't know what playlist, but uh, it's on somewhere, but it's like, it's almost like they put an old person's face on a little kid's body or something. It's quite terrifying. Yeah. So I love the haunting vibes this band is bringing us. And hey, it's always good to get in on the ground floor. They uh, just have singles, so
2: that's why I wanted bring him to bring them here. was like, when we're all talking about dog race next year, it could be like Kevin played them. Kevin knew they were the squeeze. I'm assuming the squeeze is <laughs> it's, positive, it's the squeeze. <laughs> I
1: don't know if it is. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Uh, you're the squeeze, Luke.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, I've always aspired to be the squeeze, so. uh
2: Um, that was dog race with it's the squeeze out now via fascination street records woof woof you want song saga
1: yeah let's play song saga
2: you want to explain what it is while i get the cards ready yeah luke if song saga best song ever listeners very familiar but if this is your first one if this is your first dog race you know uh (laughs) you can check out song saga at song-saga.com slash rockin' slash 21. Rockin', no G. Uh, song-saga.com slash rockin' slash 21. And so Luke's going to pull a card that's going to give us a topic, a prompt, something to, to dig into our memory banks with, to see what's in our hearts, uh, and come up with a song for it, which always gets weird. So, Luke, what do you got? This
1: is a good one. Your parents hate it.
2: <laughs> Which, Ooh. your
1: dad has good taste in music, so that might be tough. But
2: I, You know what, though? My dad had... My dad does have good taste in music, but it stopped in, like, 2008. Like, all of a sudden, okay. he's like, nah, we're, I'm done. I've seen enough. <laughs> um, I think the only new album he bought last year was Van Morrison.
1: Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> just now. <laughs> Fine.
2: Um, no, like a new Van Morrison album. I think it was a new Van. New Van that Morrison sounds- does old songs. So
1: oh, okay. Oh, yeah. At least they were old songs and not new anti-vax songs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't you go first? Because I feel like you're gonna have like eight of them. <laughs>
1: um. I got, I got a couple, um, I don't remember what song, it was some rap song back in high school that, you know, my sister, she was kind of like a parent, she was the lamest among us, and, uh, very, like, Christian and, uh, up, uptight, <laughs> and, um, so, she, I remember, I forget what song it was, but I intentionally played some. song, she's like, Luke, turn it off (laughs) because it's like swearing and saying bad stuff um i feel like though this brought to mind another story and there is great music in this movie uh but i remember when i rented a dvd of kill bill and um
2: (laughs) yeah my dad like volume one incredibly scored
1: yeah oh incredible and there's like um i just recently heard one of the songs from that reused over and over again in a commercial but i uh oh in the kung fu panda uh trailer Uh, i keep seeing it's got the one of the songs from kill bill and you got some great like ennio morricone on there i love the uh the nancy sinatra bang bang is on there and malcolm mcdowell or not malcolm mcdowell malcolm mcdowell
2: plays the hits
1: (laughs) wait no marshall mclaren (laughs) Wait, is that it? I don't know. He's some producer from the seventies, uh, but there's a great song from him on there. But I remember my dad being like, saying he watched Kill Bill Volume One, and just like, that's the most ungodly thing I've ever seen. Or
2: something. <laughs> like that. um, that's amazing. And you know what? I've I've come up with something that's good. And uh, as a third grader, I. Really wanted to go see In Sync, like I was just like, I, got, really? I gotta go Comerica Park. They're playing, and we went as a family. Um, I had to stand on the chair to like see over the crowd because I was so you know, cute, just a little guy. Um, so I it was no strings attached era. So I don't think you can talk about that album without talking about Bye Bye Bye. Yeah, um, and I'm sure my dad props to him uh, was fucking miserable.
1: <laughs> um, by the way, I just thought of another one when you were saying that because, you know, I grew up in a Christian household so it's like I kind of sneakily branched out in music like in middle school. And I do remember I had Hollywood by Marilyn Manson uh, and loved that album. My dad found out and made us break our break our cds over the trash um i also got the nirvana greatest hits and my parents were like we're gonna listen to this first to see if it's okay for you and um doomed yeah (laughs) they did not approve (laughs) needless to say so took me a few years before i would hear those sweet sweet nirvana hits
2: the the coolest album my dad had when i was younger was he did have curtain call the hits by eminem oh nice um and would like dennis would bust it out at like a friday night party with his buddies and i'd be like oh my dad's playing (laughs) hip-hop uh also a bunch of kid rock which had a very different vibe (laughs) back in those days
1: oh my god i went to the dentist today and the Sweet Home Alabama Kid Rock uh, song was playing. And that, that used to play when I worked at Little Caesars, like, constantly. And I hate it so much. I was like, God, why are you subjecting me to this?
2: Um, uh, Kid Rock, like, the only thing worse than his modern music are his garbage takes. But I, <laughs> yeah. I do love Bawata Baw. It, it <laughs> of gives, course. Who it, doesn't? It's, it's very primal. Like, I just hear it. I'm like, let's fucking go.
1: You know it's bad when Nickelback's Photograph plays, and I'm like, oh, much better. <laughs> yeah.
2: My Dentist is the worst music. I need to, like, write it down because all yeah, the times but... I've been in the chair the last few times, I've been like, it can't get worse. And then it gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know what pl- – it used to be in the radio. Like, they'd, they'd be like, oh, listen to one whatever. And now it's definitely a playlist, and it's it's so bad.
1: Oh, dear God. Yeah, once they started doing shit in my mouth, I stopped paying attention. I it, like, like I don't remember any of them.
2: It's worse than the dentistry. Like, it is, yeah. it is that bad.
1: <laughs> All right, should we pull another one?
2: Yeah, let's pull one more.
1: Underground. Ooh. Oh, I actually have a good one for this. <laughs> this is a... AI embarrassing drunk story that's not that bad okay i've
2: I've got one too that goes for this (laughs) so we're gonna be we're gonna lockstep on that i
1: think and i i think this was one of those underground it's rick's in ann arbor where we went with kyle's friends Mm -hmm. back in the day i think that's one where you like go underground and it's very like dark you know classic club vibe and uh it was like so crowded i just remember very drunkenly Dancing to Fun's We Are Young with Kyle. So (laughs) that tells you when it was. (laughs) I can't
2: imagine any more joy you could feel in life than dancing to that song when it came out.
1: That shit would be
2: fucking incredible. I remember that. I remember (laughs) driving around with my windows down in the summer that song came out. I'd been like, this is everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were all obsessed. Uh, The bad part of the story is that when we walked outside, I puked on the street. Less Side
2: ideal. Sidewalk. Um, yeah. Detroit's most famous been worse. physically underground venue. Um, certainly not uh by reputation, because everyone knows about oh, the shelter. The shelter? Oh. Yeah. Uh I've seen a bunch of shows there, but once I went to go see uh July Talk with Annie. Oh uh, nice band I've liked for a long time. She was not very familiar. We had not been dating for a long time. Um and you know we go out you have a couple drinks you have a couple drinks there and like it was not a good um <laughs> things didn't go well band was great loved it um but i would just say next time uh we saw a concert we drank a little less because <laughs> yes yoof.
1: we we needed those experiences to learn kevin Yeah, <laughs> in our younger days young dumb uh-huh. and
2: full of fun period
1: full of drunkenness um you know july talk has a new song i just added to Dude, our february no. playlist Damn. on our monthly music recap
2: you scoop me on july talk
1: hell yeah i was like i think kevin played them on the podcast or something uh because it sounded familiar
2: i don't think i've ever i don't th- i haven't played them but i am a fan.
1: okay maybe you just told me about them
2: yeah they're great The, the guy. did i now I'm really unsure, because I remember we talked <laughs> about uh, his gravelly voice, like, and I don't mean Let's that.
1: check the official Best Song Ever podcast playlist, that's what I meant to say.
2: No. We have not.
1: No, sir. I'm seeing Juicebox, Juliana Hatfield, and Justice, but no July Talk.
2: July Talk's great. Go listen to them. Their debut yeah. album uh, is... Like, I... I don't know. In my like top 50 ever? Like it's a, it's an incredible album guns and ammunition. That song fucking sounds like it. It's explosive.
1: All right. Well, that was song saga. You can head to uh song saga.com slash rockin slash 21, 21. Um, if you need to remember it <laughs> and you know, speaking of great albums, like you were just talking about the July talk one, I'm about to play a song from one as well. Uh, and this is a band that have loved for 15 years. They've been putting out great records. This is, of course, Stir Or wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, of course, Starfucker. Just having fun with their vowel name there, S T R F K R. But come on, who doesn't know Starfucker at this point? Uh, and it's funny, I. Going back, another music antidote, uh, anecdote, I remember when I discovered them back in like 2012, 2013, when I was working at a certain camera store, editing wedding videos, and I remember I was like stocking the store and listening to Spotify radio and discovered like Electric Guest, Metronomy, and the iconic Starfucker song, Ronald Gregory Erickson II, uh, all time favorite song it's still their number one song on spotify i love it so much yeah but that's amazing. since then i've been a big fan we've shouted out many of their new releases in the past uh every couple years they've been putting out great albums and their new album parallel realms is out next friday yes the same day as dune part two i think they planned it that way <laughs> just to get you ready what? with some surrealist synth pop uh And they've released four singles. They're all so good. And three of them are like a great run on the record, like tracks five, six, seven. And we're going to hear five, which starts that amazing run. And it's called Together Forever. And, you know, they, uh, I got a sneaky link of this album. And I think it may be their best album yet. It it doesn't miss. Yeah. And it's not like a huge departure. It's just sort of a refinement of their signature style when they were uh, coming up with ideas for this album. They dug through like old song ideas and lyric ideas and demos and trying to find a direction, a sound. And they went with like a 80s synth pop kind of sound. And uh, it's so great. Not too out of line with stuff we've heard from them in the past, but just taking it to a new level. And then lyrically they kind of found a through line of this idea of how different people can experience the same thing from wildly different emotional vantage points, which is where I'm assuming the title of Parallel Realms comes from, although it also sounds like alternate dimensions. And, you know, I feel like their album art has been getting increasingly more, like, cosmic and surreal. Like, being no one going nowhere is like a painter with, like, a bunch of, like, cosmic star things on his uh canvases and then uh future past life was like cool like kind of surreal imagery but then this new one which you could see the album cover on spotify it's like an insane colorful surreal art uh piece it's so awesome and perfectly fitting for this Swirling, smooth, uh, surreal sound that they got going on, and so it's a fascinating concept that they're sort of exploring in the lyrics and uh, great sound. So, like I said, you can't go wrong with any of these singles, but let's take a listen to "Starfucker" with "Together Forever."
2: That a hot jiggity dog hell yeah i'm sweating whoop over here whoop. that was that was great um woof,
1: woof. wow <laughs> it made you sweat it was so good you
2: know what i wasn't looking at the the, the playhead i was just sitting my eyes closed i was jamming and it was three minutes had passed and i was like hell of a single great song good job Starfucker. and then it goes into the, like that blue part yeah um for like an extra minute and a half like that song and then there's like a little
1: piano part at the end it kept
2: giving and never got old i was really bummed to have to stop and not play the next two tracks yeah
1: i know you gotta go listen to them it's i'm super excited for this to be out it is such a great album and that song just shows you right there uh, and I feel like it's so great because, I don't know, some some albums I feel like the songs are all too catchy. <laughs> like uh, And so I'm like, I can't keep them straight. But I feel like these are all really different and give their own vibe and their own uh, style. So it's like the next one is very different, but it's still, like, really catchy and nice. awesome and kind of funky. The bass on there is so great, too. I mean, mm-hmm. always. But then that, that song we just listened to, it's so good and funky. But yeah, I'm super excited for this new Starfucker album. Like I said, it's going to be their best one yet. So that was Starfucker with Together Forever from Parallel Realms out March 1st on Polyvinyl. You don't want Perpendicular Realms. That's how you get Incursions. Marvel. Yeah. (laughs) Why don't we talk about the music we've been loving as we mosey on over to Tout's.
2: Luke, I feel like we're back. Oh yeah, baby! Like like music, we are it's getting picking up. We're getting multiple sure. great albums every week. Um, yeah, looking ahead, spoiler: multiple great albums which, this week.
1: Yeah, which by the way, uh, you can go see all the the even more comprehensive list in our Discord. And Kev, this week you beat me to it because I was still getting caught up after being away, and you put a lot of great albums in there.
2: Yeah, it was easy this week because there was so much. Yeah, uh, some of the albums I really loved this week were Idols with Tank, Tangik, Tangik. It's it's tang, <laughs> I don't know. It's Tang Tank with G. Um. Yeah, and they it's I, I was reading about it and they, it's just like it's Tank with a little extra, so Tank. Mm. Um. But that's that was a great album. Uh Mother Mother with Grief Chapter. I really Long like run. this album. Uh that might be my favorite of the week. Really? Yeah, it was just a great okay. listen. I've I've come back to it a couple times. Uh Granddaddy with blue wave. Uh neither of those words have E's. Uh so um really <laughs> it's like blue wave. Um Oh, I thought you meant granddaddy, didn't <laughs> granddaddy also listen there is not it's not e spelled i.e. to be found on this record Nowhere. don't look for it they didn't play any ease with the instruments no it is
1: they purposely did not
2: get your ease out of here easy e not featured no um but great album of course am 180 is like their big track from uh years ago featured in 28 days later class classic scene uh but this album was really good i uh, i really enjoyed it
1: yeah it's funny too because my first tout is middle kids which you also shared and you played them on the podcast before and i've always liked them but this album is so fucking good that i'm like this is a new level yeah um and it's got religious themes which as someone who is raised religious you you you
2: specifically love to see it (laughs)
1: Actually, the first two uh, albums, which I'll get to, both have Faith in the title. This one is Faith Crisis Volume 1, but I did make the joke. Granddaddy, Middle Kids, Mother Mother. What's next? First Cousin Once Removed. Uh, (laughs) And uh, the second Faith album, which also has a couple songs that deal with... uh, the concept of God, but also the weird faith is more in reference to like being in love and relationship. Maddie Diaz with weird faith. And this has a song featuring Casey Musgraves. It's got Mm -hmm. Julian Baker vibes at times, but then there's like some really like slow, like soft, uh, piano or folky songs. But then those rockier moments hit like even harder because most of the song, the album is slow and measured, but Just so beautiful. Some really great lyrics and loving that. And Declan McKenna with What Happened to the Beach played him previously. Might be playing him very soon on the podcast. A little tease. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to this when I was in the airport and it was such a jam. And then the one song that I'm going to play was just stuck in my head constantly. And that's the mark of a truly memorable song. If it just comes out of nowhere, like days later. And I'm like, oh, whoa, that really stuck with me. So, highly recommend that one. Uh, then, this one's very interesting. 1999 Write the Future with Hella and then a bunch of symbols. You might remember I shared a, a video of the single which had Tim Robinson in it. Uh, and it was the song featuring Idress, but the list of features is insane. This is like a collective of producers, and every song title has a bunch of symbols and <laughs> emoticons in it. But then, uh, You've got like Ghostface Killa, De La Soul, Souls of Mischief. I previously mentioned I dress Uh, like not just rappers either. You have some uh, Amore, who's a great singer, too. Uh, But and then this pianist, Joey, Joey Alexander, I think his name is. But every song has like a feature. Every song is like weird and cool. So highly recommend that. The song with De La Soul is my favorite. It's so good. Nice. Um. Yeah, so lots of good stuff been coming out.
2: Even more good stuff because Luke interrupted my touts. Uh, oh, what? I got one more. One more that we've played on the podcast. Uh, we've got Freako. Great band with Ooh. where we've been. Where yeah. we go from here. This album's incredible. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, loved, loved, loved the track. I played by them. Crashing Through.
1: I'm a geeko for Freako. All right. Well, now we got to talk about the new Music Friday releases out today in Shouts.
2: I'm going to go quick because I don't want you to interrupt me again, Luke. I know I you're excited. not dream of it. Another artist we played in the pod, a great album, Mary Timoney with Untamed the Tiger. I played The Guest yeah. a couple weeks ago, and that was a great track. And then we've got some, some big hitters um, from like the 2000s here today. Uh, they've been what doing do music got? since but like definitely fall into that realm in my mind both MGMT with Loss of Life ah, and yes. Bombay Bicycle Club with Fantasies.
1: Uh so great. Ooh.
2: Two two Which- heavy hitters of my youth. <laughs>
1: Two very heavy hitters. I said uh, I similar to Starfucker, and they're like all caps acronym type name. One time, someone was like, "Oh, I like your management record you have on the wall," and I'm like, "Management, what? The hell? Yeah, oh, MGMT."
2: <laughs> I love that one um, album from the British Broadcasting Company on your wall, Bombay <laughs> Musker Club.
1: Ah, uh, there you go.
2: Two more. We've got Axe with Girl No Face. She had an album a couple years ago. I was a really big fan of. So I'm excited to check this out. And incredible hip hop group Earth Gang with Robophobia. Oh. If you want to hear more about that, rewind to segment one and my yep. rant about AI. <laughs> uh, I'm sure their album will be better. So check it out.
1: Between their proper albums and Spillage Village, I feel like they've had one like every year, if not multiple in a year. They're quite are, prolific, Earth Gang.
2: Are they Gizzen? Huh?
1: Oh yeah, are they gizzen? King, King gizzen and the lizard Wizzen? Um.
2: I listen. Like King Gizzard is the band that keeps doing that, right? Like they keep yeah. making albums every time. So like, I feel like if you were prolific enough to have multi-album years, multi multiple years in a row, you're gizzen.
1: There was a Vander artist I don't know named Gizen G E Z A N Z A N uh, that came out last year. So I was like, "Wait, are you talking about Gizen?" <laughs>
2: I'm a- Gizen. Nope. Luke, you Gizen?
1: Oh, you know I'm Gizen.
2: That's it. You hear your folks. New indie darling album out later this year.
1: <laughs> yep. Actually, you know, I might have something like that. We'll see. Ooh. Um. But. Are you finished? I want to make sure I, I don't want to interrupt you again.
2: I've completed my shots, Luke. What okay. do you got?
1: Well, an artist I've recently played on here twice, Eric the Architect with I've Never Been Here Before. Yes. So good. Uh, I played the song with George Clinton, Ezekiel's Wheel. Had a great song with Westside Boogie out as well. I also played the song with Channel Trace. And then there's a new single that's, James Blake produced as well as a couple other songs on the album are produced by James Blake. So super excited. This is Eric the architect's like solo debut. He was a member of Flatbush Zombies, but this is his first solo one, so super excited for that one. Nice. My boy Glave, uh, it was number ten on my best song ever. Or on my best albums of 2023 list. And so He's got a bit of a mad one coming out. <laughs> Sounds like a mad one to me. Um. Then we got Real Estate, great band who's been around for a while with Daniel. This album cover's cool. It's like a phone and then like a skyscraper in the sky. And I feel like I heard a song from it that I really liked. So,
2: is there any specific weather associated with this Real Estate? Weather? Yeah.
1: I don't get what you mean by that.
2: I'm, I'm asking if it's a new sunny day real estate album.
1: Oh, I see. See, nope. No, they dropped that.
2: Okay. Wait, these are not related, right?
1: No, okay. no, they're a different band.
2: <laughs> I, was like, I thought you were telling me that Sunday day real estate became real estate. And I was like, no, wait. no, no, Whoa, Whoa. Whoa. Um, whoa. That
1: would be wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're also not fake estate. They're real estate.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Understood. Um, and then the great Hooray for the Riff Raff with The Past is Still Alive. I've played her on the pod before, and maybe I should again, because I did hear a really good song from this. Uh, so excited that that's out. Also, on the Hooray for the Riff Raff front, uh, the cover that her Waxahachie and Bedouin do of 13 by Big Star, all time amazing. Ooh. So that's gonna do it for us this week. We gotta talk about our three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com, check out all the great stuff they got going over there, and hey, go see some live theater at their theater in Hamtramck, Michigan and then offshelf.net check it out it's on the internet our editor did an interview with the graphic designer who did the Torres album cover you got great interviews and columns my cousin Brian did a great hip hop and r&b column called feats so lots of good stuff to check out over there you can find us at best song ever pod you can find me at indie Darling music and Kev at minty fresh kevin
2: indeed and uh, if do you want to read about my article called Feats, um, it's on the internet. It's very explicit. Is
1: uh, that on Wiki Feet? Yeah. <laughs> you did that. Yeah, it's a, that's that my was, jam. That was you. Yeah, it was me. I'm Mr. Wiki <laughs> Kevin's going to be talking about all the great feats that are out there. I'm,
2: I'm legally obligated to say that that's a joke.
1: Oh, well, you should subscribe to my blog called Piggies, which is all about toes.
2: <laughs> but not to be mixed up with my blog, Piggies, which is my favorite Pigs in a which Blanket is all recipes. About, Oh,
1: I thought you could say it was about cops. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspec.
2: And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead, chase those waterfalls.
1: This is best song ever, ever, ever. Toes! Well, it's best song ever. Now not a podcast better.
0: The jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth whatever. It's best
2: song ever. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast.